Welcome in to all our dads out there, all our moms. You are listening to episode 110 of the Fade You podcast. We are recording our one and only show for the week before New Year's. Today is Wednesday, December 29th, 2021. We're on Twitter at Fade You Sports. Follow us, uh, get all Dens winners, and uh, subscribe to the pod so you can listen to us since our, uh, our Den content is dead. My name is Matthew James. It's good to be back. I want to shout out my dad, Joe, for doing an admirable job on last week's pod. Uh, great job, dad. And uh, welcome in. How was your Christmas there, Joe? Christmas was awesome. Had I, I was telling my wife that I feel like over that 24-hour span, it's got to be in the top five of most alcohol this body has consumed. So it was a really, really good time. It took me a couple of days to recover, but we're back. And yeah, man, I appreciate you letting me uh, host this wonderful podcast. I tried as the best I can. So maybe next time uh, I can pull my cock out a little bit more for you. No, it's great to let somebody else take the reins and, and guide the ship. And I thought you guys did a great job. I uh, had some funny moments on that one for sure. Neil, I think you compared uh, Dennis's run right now to, uh, you know, getting not what you came for at the red light district. So that was well done. That's all we've time got, comment. All time we've comment, got, by Neil. Yeah, we've got chlamydia, possibly the HIV. Uh, we've got a little bit of everything after for the run that that does for been sure on. syphilis, <laughs> and and continues to be on. And we'll talk probably about some, that. Probably some warts in there too. Oh God, talk about that all in a second. But uh, Neil, how was the Christmas? How how was it oh. for the little one? For the little guy. They had a blast. We had a long day. So we woke up in the morning. Santa came. I was up until, you know, this is what they don't tell you as being an actual dad. And Kmart's going to figure this out. But like Christmas Eve, you're up until like 2.30 in the morning putting shit together. Blacking out. I wish. (laughs) Like you actually have to put together all this stuff. So I was up till like 2.30 Christmas morning putting together a Barbie dream house. Jesus. just about wanted to kill myself afterwards but no we had, a, we had a, the kids loved it it was a good time it was worth it and it was a fun day Kyle you have so much to look forward to dude I'm gonna if she wants a Barbie dream house she's gonna have to learn how to build on her own like I did when I was a kid you want a Barbie dream house if she's <laughs> not but <laughs> damn you Kyle do you have, do you have some uh, information you need to share with us Kyle you got some I'm, long hair right I'm, now. Kyle, what's your pronoun? We have never asked you. What would you? It, <laughs> Kyle, have you met Ed? No. <laughs> no, I haven't. Kyle, Ed would like you. I bet he would. I bet he'd pull my hair. <laughs> oh, God. Chris, how is Ed? Did you, did you see Ed at all around the holidays for Christmas? Did he buy you anything? Do anything for you? No, he didn't buy me any cocktails, man, which is the least he could have done since Dennis is fucking ramming me from the ass and shit. But that's fine. You know, I went, like Big Nelly said, I stopped by one of the homies' place. He has four kids. God bless his soul. They had more presents I've ever seen than the entire North Pole and their stuff in stockings in Maryland. My wife and I are 
schwapping wine while they're doing that. Like, have fun with the kids, man, but it is a big ordeal. So that's fun. Christmas is great, except when you fade Den. He's on, like, some kind of 25 and 5 run or some sick thing on Christmas. Fuck. Well, let's start there. I mean, fuck that guy. Honestly, he did it. He just did it again, right? We uh, we had three three in Iowa State Clemson, and Iowa State's driving, and they miss a field goal. Clemson goes and gets three, and he's going to win a first half thanks to that. Chris, I mean, how does he keep doing this? Hey, you think you're going to get the the, the win because we're catching plus a half, and uh, of course the guy, uh, the old announcer, Jinx. He's made fifteen in a row, and then he pushes it right. And now we're going to get an L. We'll see if uh, Iowa State can hang in for the full game, though. So we'll see. We had our first beautiful day yesterday, 10 and 5. We wish we'd have a lot more of those, Matt. And we'll see. Hopefully this week comes to fruition. I mean, Joe, it's nothing like rooting for Iowa State full so you can get one and three. That's fine. Yeah. I don't mind rooting for Iowa State. I just think Brock Purdy's just a complete scumbag. So, and they lost their best running back. So, I I, pri- I fired Clemson Moneyline prior to the game, so I figured Den would just mush me, so I did go over the top, but who fucking knows, man? This is just depressing. You know, every time I see a piece of rope or anything, I you know, I get dark thoughts right now. Uh, has not been a good... <laughs> not a good every bottle of alcohol I see, I just want to guzzle the whole thing. Uh, how does... Three winning days in the last two weeks sound, Chris. Like uh, me maxing out my betting accounts, kind of. It's just been unbelievable. He's been on such a good run um, for so long, up around 58%, 60% for the month of December. I mean, I don't know what to say. He's just firing every game, and rarely is he losing big. Yesterday was the first day we even had a, a little smidge of that. And even then, we couldn't finish the deal with a with a great one in the last game. I think, what were we going into that last game, Chris? Something like nine and two? Eight and two? Yeah, I think it was uh, eight and two, yeah. And then we got nine and two at the first quarter. Yeah. And we rattled off some winners. So, could have been could have been amazing, but sucked out on that damn Gophers. Well, you got to think for a guy that just looks at the line of every bowl game right before it starts, consistently gets the worst of the number, that he won't continue to do this. But we've been saying that for a couple weeks, and he has. So it really has been a terrible December for us. Uh, So fuck Dennis. See if he comes in with a second half here. And uh, I guess one thing we can look back on, we saw this tweet out earlier that Nevada Sportsbooks had a net $71.9 million month. And even I mean, this is, these were back in, uh, back in the days where we actually used to win fading Dennis. We were 15 plus 15.9 units in November fading Den, the good old days when we used to win. Um, Neil, it sounds like we're in the wrong business. I think we need to be the book. $71.9 million net for the books in november in nevada that's uh pretty surreal that's one of those times that our that father dave share pan the consigs wishing he was on the other side um of the of the counter for this one but good for them it'd be interesting if they go for a breakout i haven't seen whether they break out like is this from sides totals or you know what they get you know out of prop 
style actions as like prop markets have blown up. But yeah, it was a it was good weekend for Nevada. I Means it's a good week, good weekend or month for fade or Nevada is good weekend for fade den. So. Well, and Chris, that's a great point. When the sports books are doing well, that means Fade Den is typically doing well because well. Dennis is on a lot of public sides. Dennis is betting a lot of the sides that the book is rooting against. So it makes sense that there would be a strong correlation there. It makes sense that some people in the sports betting media would be saying this has been a tough December when Dennis is doing quite well. Yeah, we pretty much correlate. Yeah, when they had their bloody weeks earlier this this year before my wedding, I think the couple of weeks in September, they said it was a bad two-week stretch, and we were feeling it too. And then we got it all back when he went on his bad stretch in October, November, and then now he's just been a huge fucking roller coaster like we've never been on. So, especially during NFL, because those were those were the days like we we would text. Remember the days when we'd be down like five six hundred going into Sunday, and we'd be out up a grand because Den would piss. It's just not happening this year. Just not happening. Uh, you know, he's going to regress. We, we said this after we had that heater following your wedding, Chris, when he was, he was firing about 34% there for a little bit. We said it's going to regress towards his average. It did. And now it's gone the other way, where the guy's a lifetime since we started tracking about 47% better. And so him hitting around 58, 59% obviously is not going to last either. It's going to regress back towards his mean. Doesn't mean it's going to happen today or tomorrow or this week or until the NFL playoffs. So that's that's the tough part. We're just kind of riding this really rough stretch, um, and we know it's going to come back. It just we can't really exactly say when, and that's the frustrating part, right, Joe? Oh yeah, because the Freck and I were at a bar down here yesterday, crushing Jack and diets, and we had the same conversation. Just like you know how tempting it is to just jump off and say fuck it or lower units and just stop firing, but being the fade den OGs we are, we just could not talk ourselves out of it. So we just got to ride it until it comes back to what it should be. But hopefully that should be around 55, 56% fading it rather than the uh, close to 53% like it is right now. That's very true. All right. We're going to get to the break early. We got to, this is our only show this week, just with the new year holiday coming up. We are going to talk about a lot of NFL games. So we'll do that on the other side of the break. And then Chris Duke was a, a big winner believe it or not, something that not many people can say about that guy. So we'll get to that at the very end of the show. Then, of course, Dan just texts me what, right when it ends. What are the second half lines of Clemson? <laughs> oh, wow. Does he want it? I'm sending it to him now. What is the second half line anyway? To pick him. All right, so NFL Week 17, we got a lot we want to talk about here. We had a, a nice little group chat going on with these guys earlier, so we want to share with all the listeners our thoughts on NFL Week 17. And we want to start with the Niners game. Uh, I read what was going on with Jimmy Garoppolo. Kyle, he has, he's not ruled out, but his, his thumb is fucked, right? Yeah, I saw that he left practice early, so it looks like Lance took all first-team reps, which he needs. To say the least, yes. <laughs> he sorely he needs first-team reps like Ed needs you-know-what. Uh, Joe, you said that if it is indeed Trey Lance, that this is one of your favorite lines of the week due to a number of factors. You want to share some thoughts on this Niners-Texans battle? 
Yeah, I um, I just didn't really understand the line movement. I don't think because it opened. I the look ahead line was like fifteen and a half. I think it's down to it hit twelve for a little bit, and I think it's back up to twelve and a half at this point. But just like, is Jimmy Garoppolo worth three points of the spread over Trey Lance? I just I don't see it. Um, I still think that line should be fourteen or fifteen. It might be a little high, but I'm not scared to lay the wood here. I'm just more – it's more of a fate of a Houston team that's going to be coming off an emotional victory against the Chargers. Game they probably shouldn't have won. They just – it's just one of those days where they just beat the shit out of them and, you know, the Chargers are going to charge her. So I think the Niners can go out and score a bunch of points and, and Houston's not going to be able to keep up. A la Chiefs, Steelers, you know, last week. I feel like kind of similar to that. So I think, you know – I would lay the wood. It'll be interesting to see what the line is tomorrow morning, but if it's 12 and a half, 13, it's going in my contest for sure. What do you think, Kyle? I mean, there's certainly an argument as to how much Jimmy Garoppolo is worth to the spread, but the offense has to change rather significantly if Trey Lance is the starting quarterback, right? I mean, yeah, I think we saw what they would like to do in that Arizona game. Um, I mean, Three points. I mean, it, 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 I don't know. Like before last game, you know, he'd been playing pretty well. So, you know, I kind of told my grandpa, I think Jimmy G cemented his fate in being traded in the offseason because that was that, that just reminded me of the Super Bowl. And I just, I literally played golf, watched the second half, sweaty, smelling like shit. And then I went in the shower for, prompted to scream for about five minutes so yeah hate hate losing games they should win but whatever um I don't know Joe's better with the Lions than I am I before Jimmy was questionable I guess I was gonna play the Texans at 15 now that it's at 12 and a half I mean maybe he's on to something so I guess it just all depends on that red zone offense because he's going to have to improve on that from, you know, his first start. Neil, let me get you in here. What do you feel about the fading Houston angle? One of the hardest things about handicapping late in the season is when you get these bottom feeder teams who are not playoff bound, who maybe have some questions about their head coach's future. How much do they care about going and giving a good effort on the road? As part of the handicap, I mean, Houston did just have a massive win as a double-digit underdog at home and are now going to San Francisco where they're playing a team fighting for their playoff lives. What do you think about the handicap from the anti-Houston angle? Yeah, I'm not so sure I have any – that there's any merit to the whole, like, emotional win because what are they winning for? Like, it, it's a win. Like, this, at the end of the day, they still only have three wins. You know, they're just going to go out there. Like, as a Texans fan, like, they're trying to figure out right whether they need another quarterback or is Davis Mills going to be able to give them something and so far the guy has done I mean okay ish you know but I I mean I think they're going to open it up they're just going to try and see what they have right versus you know I think it's more on San Francisco side San Francisco's in a must-win type scenario you know in the last two so I'm not so sure that this has so much to do with Houston as it is like this is San Francisco's need to make sure that this game's not close since Houston doesn't, you know, sneak one in like they did against the Chargers. Interesting game for sure. I mean, though you're going to hear all the noise about Kyle Shanahan's record laying points at home and, and all that stuff. So uh, we'll yeah. see what happens with the, the Niners QB 
as the week goes on. Yeah, let me just touch on the differential real quick, Matt. It's one of the crazier ones I've seen. I think I sent it to our group chat. But 86% of the bets are on the Texans with the points, but only 6% of the money, which is one of the craziest differentials I've ever seen. So that means, you know, there's a lot of guys with big bags firing Niners. And what they were saying on Follow the Money this morning, too, is I can't remember who the fuck it was that came on there, but he said he's hearing a lot of money that he respects is putting a huge amount on the Niners. So, you know, I think if that that tells a little bit of a story too that 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 number, while it is double digits and kind of high, Vegas or the public doesn't seem to think so. At least smarter betters. Interesting. Uh, another game that you guys wanted to touch on was this Ravens Rams game, Chris. This is classic pros versus Joes, right? Everyone in their mom, aunt, uncle, grandmother. Everyone in the world is going to be on the Rams because the Ravens have no players on defense and no one in their secondary. Uh, but you think the pros are going to be on Baltimore as a home dog here. You want to take this one? Yeah, I think I heard Kelly mentioning too. She thinks Lamar is going to be back. So, uh, and I heard earlier, they're just leaving it in no man's land because uh, Simon Hunter said he'll make it minus one with Lamar, but makes it like plus five or six without. So there you go. That's why they're ha- you're seeing it at minus three right in the middle. They don't know what letting people do what they wish. I'll go ahead and just take it. This is a classic Ram spot. I see it just like that week against the Niners when they got fucked up and everyone's high on them. I can see it. They've, they're coming in hot. Ravens are down, getting blown out in Cincy. No, like you said, they've got fourth string, fifth string. I think Joe is going to play corner for them. Joe, you're going <laughs> to fly to Baltimore later this uh, week and play corner. Uh, yeah, so give me the Ravens. Who else? Had, Joe, what's the differential on that one? I've got to think that that's going to be all the tickets on the Rams. Let's give it a look. Yep, 84% of the bets on the Rams, but only 43% of the money. Not surprising so, at all. And, and, you know, Rams, right. Chris, Rams laying three, three and a half on the road is uh, that's right. And you know who's wheelhouse. Yeah, oh, yeah. and he's on them against Vikings. Yeah. The Rams on a W4, too, ATS. Still, I still think they're soft. We'll see. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're soft. I, I, I agree. I agree. And Baltimore 4 and 1 ATS on the season as an underdog. So that's uh, not too shabby. Well, and is the only L last week? Uh, let me. So if it's 4 and 1, yep. they just got murdered. So, yep, it was last be. week. Uh, Neil, Kyle, anything on Rams, Ravens? Kind of seems like free money for Rams betters. I mean, they Stafford throws, what, three picks last week, and they still cover. They get the punt return for a touchdown. They get Kirk Cousins doing classic Kirk Cousins things. I mean, you you have to at the end of the day. I mean, I, I loved what Chris said. And, you know, obviously having Kelly, or if he's back in Kelly, whatever you want to say it, I'm bad with words. But – the way that team without Lamar has come back two weeks in a row or two out of three weeks in a row. I forget what they did last week, but I mean, why, why would you not, especially if Lamar's probably going to play, it seems like it's going that way. Um, Yeah. I, I think that's a game I would personally just, you know, follow the pros on. I know, and to me, I would say as long as it's either even Huntley, if you're getting catching three and a half with Huntley, which I think he, I thought he was supposed to come back to practice tomorrow. I, it's interesting, right? Because this was supposed to, even though it's an East Coast game, this was supposed to be 
one of the afternoon games that then they shifted to the morning slot. So now the Rams, you know, have to go and play an actual 10 a.m. West Coast time uh, game. So that's sort of a that was an interesting wrinkle. I'm not exactly sure why they did that, but uh, I would say if, whether it's Huntley or Lamar, I would I'll probably and I'm again you're getting three and a half. I think Baltimore is the the side to be on. This is the Rams. Um, okay, it's only their second straight road. Good, it's back to back on the road for whatever that's worth. They do have the Niners next week in Week 18. Uh, that'll be an interesting one to keep an eye on. We'll see if the books end up needing Baltimore. I'm sure they will. Another game you guys were talking about earlier in our thread was Titans Dolphins. And uh, Neil, you think the Dolphins might be? I think you said smoke and mirrors. You think this is uh, this crazy winning streak is? Uh, Maybe not what it seems. I think there's a lot of reasons that set up really nicely. Titans right now, three and a half um, point favorites. I think if you go back and you look at that, this Miami run that they've been on, you know, it's over the following teams, Texans, Ravens at home by 12. I'll give them that Lamar was playing, but you know, Ma- Lamar was kind of scuttling it there at the end at the jets. They win by seven. They beat the Panthers. They beat the giants. They beat the jets. And then they just beat the fourth string quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. So there's not a real respect outside of Ravens home. There's not a real respectable win that they've got on this schedule. Um, they're facing a Tennessee team that looks good. They're, you know, back to back road games. Miami's coming off of a short week since they played on Monday night. Tennessee's coming off extra rest because they played on Thursday. So there's just a little, lot of little weird things that I think set up really nicely for Tennessee. Um, this week, three and a half. I think this is the first time they're going to see a, you know, a real football team, a real offense that's going to be able, you know, even though they didn't, you know, they don't have Derrick Henry, this team's going to put up points. Tennessee has every reason to go out and give max effort. Um, I really like Tennessee, you know, at home in this spot uh, with extra rest. Well, Kyle, I think it begs the question, is Tennessee the kind of offense that can be different than the ones that Miami has played? Uh, I don't know that they're quite the high-flying show that some think. I mean, watching that Niner-Titans game, San Francisco couldn't cover A.J. Brown. Miami has good corners. I don't know. You laying the points here with Tennessee? Yeah, I think it's time to jump off the Dolphin train as well. Um, I don't know, if Neil, if we talked about that on Sunday, but everything you said I agree with. Haven't really played anybody, uh, you know, Look good, though. I mean, their defense has obviously improved, but can they cover A.J. Brown? Uh, they do enough running the ball. Like, I'll, I'll never change what I've said about the Titans all year. They're very vanilla, <laughs> like on offense. But obviously just force-feeding A.J. Brown last week was any other game. It would have been beautiful to watch. But, um, yeah, I, I think for the first time this season, I'm going to be backing the Titans. Joe, what's the differential on this? And do you agree with these guys? I agree. This is more of a spot, like we've said before, square bets went to 63% of the bets, 89% of the money. So there's majority of people and large bettors are firing Titans here. So this, if you're going to, you're going to want to zig when they zag, if you want to just fade the public, that's, there's nothing wrong with doing that. But um, most likely won't find our circuit contest, but I don't know, man, I, I like Miami's defense, and I think the Titans play Dece on defense. So 
I like to under more than a side here, but uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. And I think losing Derrick Henry just completely fucked the Titans because they looked unbeatable the first half of the season. Once Derrick Henry was Henry was gone, they they struggled to move the ball. I mean, and and that's more of a referendum on Ryan Tannehill not being able to pull his cog out. But you know, who knows, man? I think Vrabel's a good coach, and I I my money will probably end up on the Titans. Yeah, Titans covered all or they won all those games outright as a dog. Henry gets hurt. They're also like the Chargers, one of those teams that just lost to Houston thinking that playoff. I don't know. Just kind of weird. But let's move on to another one. Uh, we can't wait for this one. This is Baker four interceptions Mayfield versus fat, dead, broken Joe's boy, Big Ben. Joe, you're obviously going to fade Big Ben, but you can't be that excited about laying it with Baker. No, I'm not excited about laying it with Baker. Uh, we're seeing that line go from three and a half to three, though. So people are, you know, uh, some larger betters are probably filing, firing the Steelers. It's a division game. AFC East, you know, these are always slugfest typically. I think both teams are good on defense, but like I said in the text, I see Miles Garrett come around the edge and ending Big Ben's career this weekend. Well, I guess it's on Monday, <laughs> so next week. <laughs> AFC North, yeah. Chris, what's the dead yeah. side here? Is it is it just laying the points with Cleveland? Is that the dead side? I can't see him not taking Cleveland. He was on the Packers, and he saw the Browns hang in there, even though Baker fucked up. And he was on the Chiefs when they dismantled Joe's Big Ben uh, on Sunday afternoon. So I don't know how he doesn't lay it and uh, – just say fuck the Steelers and uh, we're gonna have to hold our nose again even though I think it's a kind of these these fucking matchups always seem to be close so we'll see if they can hang within the field goal yeah and this is another one under that I absolutely love to you know um, two good defenses is is Baker gonna be, throw another four picks probably is Big Ben gonna be able to move the ball probably not with that shit ass O-line he's gonna be getting hit and shotgun before the ball even gets to him. So, you know, I, I just think both defenses, familiar opponents, this is just an under for sure. A 40 and a half is, is so low. But I guess Monday night it didn't matter, right? What was the under Monday night for Miami and New Orleans? It was like 37? 37, yeah. 37 yeah. 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 I mean, does this not feel like a 17-14 or some bullshit like that? 14-13 game? Yeah, it feels like 6-3 at halftime. Yeah, this Thanks. is yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. Joe, you're you're thinking too many touchdowns. This is like a, one of those sixteen to nine where there's like one touchdown in the games. This is gonna be like a, a crooked number that you know no one's finding the end zone. How about like eleven to eight? Let's throw like yeah. a, a safety in there. Yeah. The only matchup edge that really could show up here is Pittsburgh's been awful against the run. I mean, I don't know if anybody's still thinking this is the steel curtain defense of old, but they've been just gashed by running backs this season. And, and that's the one thing Cleveland can do competently. It seems like. So if you're a Browns better, that's definitely a matchup you like. We also want to talk on how, I mean, Chris, you wonder how this has been a bad season for fade den. You've got the Cowboys and the Packers, two very public teams that people like Den will lay the points first quarter, first half game. They've been free money. They're combined 23 and 70 TS this season. 
And then you got the Chiefs, who are only eight and seven against the spread, but they are on a six game cover streak. What the fuck? I mean, what are you supposed to do? Everybody's hammering them as faves, everybody's cashing on them. It's pretty unbelievable. And there's, I mean, Dennis is going to continue to hammer them. So we just have to pray, right? Yeah, we talked about how last year he kept hammering the Chiefs and then he kept getting beat. And this year we said hopefully he keeps doing it after they get their three and four start and he keeps doing it and now they're on their W6 and he keeps hammering Packers and Cowboys even though he was on Washington, which is weird, and then he got destroyed. But he's usually on the Cowboys against the Giants and everything. So, yeah, when you're going 70-something percent like those you know, teams are, those public teams, it's just a recipe for disaster. And like I told you guys in our text, it's typically because they're on a one o'clock, you know, primetime one twenty-five, or you know, Sunday night, Monday night game. So those island games, we know who he's taking every time, just like he was on the Packers, you know, uh, on Christmas. So it's like we know, and that just gets us gets us beat, man. We need the, those dogs to come through, and they haven't been this year. So, or at least to come through a little bit, like in the first quarter or the first half, because what's been killing us is all the, the right. two and O's and three and O's that right. Dennis has found. I mean, Jesus Christ Almighty! I mean, it's like he's laying he's laying minus one thirty on minus three in the first quarter, and they go down and get a touchdown right away, and it's easy. I mean, it's just easy money. We talked about in our other texts how many first quarter winners he's had this month. It's just been unbelievable. So. We need these dogs to at least look a little bit alive and get us a split, if nothing else. And we just got to stop getting these 0 and 2s and 0 and 3s. It's just absolutely destroying us. And that goes right into Sunday night football. I mean, all the teaser and parlay liability on planet Earth is going to be with Green Bay. What is it, six and a half right now? Six and a half. I mean, no one in the world is going to take Kirk Cousins on the road outdoors in prime time at Lambeau field when the high or the low Sunday night is looking like one degree, Neil, it's not even degrees with a plural. <laughs> it's one single uno degree. That sounds Negative like a recipe degree. for Kirk to die. And, and no Adam Thielen, right? So um, yeah, this is not a spot that anyone in the world is going to want to be wanting to back in, you know, old Kirky in what Faye Den's going to be on it. For sure, um, it's just, this game is gross, though. But, yeah, this is the perfect game to tease down. Um, the problem is, and Joe, we mentioned it earlier, it's, it's a struggle to kind of find anything else this week to, to tease with it. Right. There's just nothing juicy enough, man. And it's – yeah, it, it's scary. Maybe, maybe you'll just – somebody will just do a dumbass total, I guess. Well, no, Joe, I mean, you – you think that the Niners win by 14 plus, right? So why not tease them down under a touchdown? I know you're not supposed to, but I mean, if you're right, why not? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm just, if I'm firing a teaser, I just stick to the rules. I don't, I don't, I don't break those rules that egregiously. I always go from seven to one or so never through the zero and never from a double digit down. Yeah. I mean, I can't lie. This is the first year I've stuck to that and, it's probably the best teaser year I've had. So I just kind of want yeah. to bring it up. Yeah, it's an interesting question as to when when do you feel okay breaking those rules about the key numbers. But back to the Packers. I mean, Chris, you can pencil in right now. First quarter, first half full, team total, first half and full over. 
That's that's the den play for that Sunday night game. Bounce back, right? He was on the Vikings last time. I mean, the Packers last time when the Vikings got him at home. And he'll just say, screw it, bounce back, division, I'll take Rodgers again. Yep. Now, the one thing I will say is I don't know that this number closes at six and a half. I mean, depending on what happens Sunday, I mean, Neil, you're talking about probably six-figure liability on teasers and parlays rolling into Sunday night football with Rodgers at home. Yeah, but I think, like, to Joe's point, I mean, the, really the only other number that would line up in a teaser right now is is Chargers, who are also minus six and a half. Um, I don't know that there's going to be a ton of people, you know, coming off of what they just saw with with the Chargers, you know, wanting to tease that. But that's going to be, I think, the biggest liability there. But I think it's just going to be one of those weekends where you're just going to probably – they're going to end up with a bunch of random – teasers that we just be thrown in the mix like right whether it's totals or you know teasing weird you know three and a half up to nine and a half or something sort of awkward I don't think it's going to be one of those that like they have to know that it's going to be there because everyone's just going to look at that Sunday night game but I don't think there's anything necessarily like the morning that you can look at to be like oh because of all these hit then obviously the liability for Green Bay is going to go up substantially yeah, the only side that I think I would tease down from a double digit down, and this is going to sound square as shit, but taking New England from 15 down, just because does Jacksonville score over 10 points in this game? What's that team going to be? You could have ended your sentence, does Jacksonville score? <laughs> right. Does, does, yeah, does, does this seems like Jacksonville's going to score six points in this entire game? And you know the Patriots are pissed and they're going to run the ball and probably shorten the game and win this motherfucker 24 to 6. You mean nobody's dying to tease Chicago down to pick them? God, dude, it's so ugly. Seattle. <laughs> so ugly. <laughs> or the Saints down say, to against the Carolina. News, take Colts down against the Raiders. Everyone high on the Raiders after a couple wins and Wentz is out. Fuck it. Colts Wentz, may be, Wentz may be back, though. The I mean, who knows what the hell's going on anymore? But the line has moved. Like there, it seems like he's unvaxxed, bro. He can't play, man. He's unvaxxed. No, they lowered CDC. Oh, shout out, shout out, CDC. Five days now. He can he can quarantine and play, uh, supposedly. Yeah, it's five. It's five days now instead of ten, and so he's still got a chance to play. Just depends. I mean, the rules change every week. It seems like, but um, Kyle, you had to love the Seattle ending. Right. I mean, just as like, fuck those guys up in Seattle. You had to absolutely love to see that. Nick yeah. Foles. Yeah, I know. I was watching it with Neil and as they went in the score, I'm just like, please go for two. And then they did. And yeah, that, that was that was beautiful. I, I actually forgot. I actually forgot until you brought it up that they actually they actually came back to win that thing. But yeah, yeah. I mean, beautiful watching Seattle lose just always brings a little tear to my eye. And to lose like that, like to get to have the lead, to get really conservative, classic Pete, put it back, give up the game winning touchdown, give up the two point conversion. I don't know, remember what Pete Carroll said afterwards. It's like, uh, there's a lot of things we need to do better. It's, I think your time's up, Pete. I've, I wish you would have just said, my bags are packed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just curious, but. <laughs> Playing with the grandkids sounds pretty good right now. Probably for Pete Carroll. That that okay. team's got that team's so fucked this offseason. Got nothing to prove. He should just leave. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it's over. It's over for them. Adios, Russ. Uh, is there any other one that people wanted? I mean, God, there's so many other ones that we didn't even get to. I mean, the KC Cincinnati game is interesting. I know uh, Joe was talking about being on Kingsbury. Uh, everybody's down on Arizona right now, and Dallas just smoked Washington in prime time. I mean, the Chargers laying points at home. What could possibly go wrong? Seattle being a touchdown favorite again. And then well, you have the Lions. The Lions are 10 and 5 against the spread this season. So there's a bunch of other stuff. Well, yeah, dude. This is like this slate is Den's wet dream. How we're gonna be on <laughs> he's dude, he's gonna be on every single one of those seven point favorites. And he's gonna lay the three and a half in the fucking first half, and then he's gonna lay the one and a half in first quarter and probably half of them. This we might break the den record for Sunday of most plays. Mm-hmm. We need all the help we can get at this point. So let's end the pod with this. Chris, you actually won something. I did. Uh, you want to shout Adam. out? You want to shout out our friends? Yeah, Adam and all of them at Hustle, the Hustle Pod, Kelly and all of them, Chris Thurston, Top Flight Sport. He texted me, goes, I think you won. So I actually sent him some booze for, you know, thank you from us that fade you. Uh, his favorite thing is those Viva Seltzers. And then he texted me today on my way home. Hey, I think you won. And I'm like, I forgot about it, that I did it because it was Christmas, having too much wine. And I, I forgot he posted, pick your side and the correct, the closest correct score. And you win two packs of Viva. And I said, Browns plus seven and a half because Den was on the Packers. And I said, 47. I just picked a, a total right around the, uh, picked it. And it lands 46. He goes, you were the closest to the total and you picked the correct side so you're the winner i said fuck yeah let's go love it love those guys they do a great job over there at the hustle as far as our guys go uh, i'm on twitter at matthew james 78 i had a hockey play that i tweeted out i'm on christmas break so uh, i've got a little bit more time to look at shit i like the seattle philly over six uh because fuck martin jones i hate that guy and he sucks and then Grubauer for Seattle has been one of the, the worst goalies in the league this season. So I think uh, there were a million goals scored in only three games last night after hockey came back from their break. So hopefully we see some goals there tonight. Chris is at hazmat suit 23. If you want to see him tweet stupid shit and try to win more contests, we'll get some vivas. Hopefully those are good. Joe underscore Joe underscore knows underscore 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 still working on that. Joe, is that guy still dead? No, yeah, it's pretty much a permanent thing now. And and shout out Trent, book it with Trent. The Matt posts that play, and then some guy on his surgical stream today also fired it. So we'll be uh, riding together. Yeah, hopefully lots of goals in that late game. Neil at Big Nelly Buckets on Twitter. Kyle at Kmart's underscore angles. Give all our guys a follow. Uh, We're going to take New Year's and enjoy it this weekend and blag and have some wine and have some cocktails. And uh, we'll just fade Den to our death. And then we'll be back with two shows next week. Chris, I think we have Adam for next week. Yeah. Yeah. Trigger's our, our second show next yeah. week. Mm-hmm. So we'll be back early next week. And then we'll have a second show later in the week with Top Flight Sports, Adam Trigger. But uh, let's get out of here with that. Chris, remind everybody what happens when you bet on poop. Unlike Consigulary says, where sometimes it's flowers, I guess it's all shit right now in December, folks. Keep on trucking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, 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 nah.
ahora 